0: Hey, you, with the rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with a 1,200-square-foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard.
1: With Wells Fargo's 3% down payment on a fixed-rate loan, my human realized a new home was within reach. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed-rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A., Equal Housing Lender, NMLSR ID 399801. Gordon Higginson said that the spirit has gone on to spiritualism. Once inspiration goes out, then the spirit cannot stay. We need to get our mediums more in contact with the spirit, and our congregations to be spiritualized. If we can get the movement more aware of the presence of spirit, then I think we will be able to get in contact with higher powers. Until we do that, we are just people who have found something wonderful. But not using it intelligently. That is an excerpt from Gordon's book On the Side of Angels that was written almost 30 years ago and those words echo with me and are more prevalent today than they've ever been. We need true light workers, true mediums who are authentic and intimate and work in a way that resonates not only with the older generation but that is acceptable today for the younger. We truly need some bright lights to teach the next generation and put the spirit back into spirituality and one bright light that's doing that is Bev Mann. Bev is a teacher, a psychic medium and a clairvoyant and she speaks openly in the beginning of our interview about how her background started from not a very spiritual family but how she came in contact with spirit and how her journey started.
0: interesting really because unlike so many other mediums I didn't come from um, such a mediumistic family I had no real uh, knowledge or guidance um, as to uh, the gifts that like we call them gifts but that I that I had and growing up I always felt very different I was always uh, zoning in on other people's thoughts and feelings and being a young kid, do you think everyone's the same as you? Um, so I always struggled growing up. I always felt a little bit of a of an outcast and from a very young age as well I had experiences with spirit which kind of freaked my family out, uh, particularly my parents um, And and this is one of the things why I'm so passionate about the teaching because When I was going through these things as a young child, um, not only did I not understand it, but my parents didn't understand it as well.
1: I'm Julian Jenkins, and you're listening to That's The Spirit. Bev is a clairvoyant medium who helps people get a clearer insight into their spiritual pathways. A true teacher of the spirit world, Bev has sat in many circles over the years and studied extensively at the Arthur Finley College. This knowledge and love and guidance she's passed through her readings, workshops and development groups worldwide. And Bev has worked with some of the most respected mediums delivering teachings and workshops, both in the UK and abroad. This wonderful spiritual shining light talks passionately about her first spiritual experiences.
0: I was often woken up, seeing spirit at the end of my bed, seeing orbs flying around the room and it wasn't just at home it would be even when I was on holiday i I would have these experiences or um, and I remember the very first time uh, you know someone like appeared in front of me um it just totally freaked me out and now I find that i'm um, I feel that my role is very much is more in the lines of a teacher because i'm able to help other people only the other day i was mentoring two new ladies and we were talking about these things She said oh my god i had that i had faces flying around the room i had this happen that happened and it's kind of like a port of call cool where you can support and help people and realize that you know they're not they're not going crazy that these things are you know the things that happen that we don't talk about you know, and especially for parents of of young children as well, who are having these experiences, they don't know how to deal with it. So I feel it's important to educate um, society, people, because, you know, we don't have enough of this in schools and religion. Um, We we don't have enough of this to to help people. I came from a, um, actually came from a, a Jewish family, and I, you know, very typical, traditional, I didn't have any... Any knowledge of what I was doing I just used to go to healing with my father because he was a believer but that was as far as it went
1: I quite often see people in churches who believe but they don't understand what's going on I think sometimes it's important for the medium to give them that those ideas give them that structure and tell them what the mechanics is behind that and that's something that uh, you know I'm a big believer in and, and 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 so are you
0: Absolutely. Um, but, you know, I, I do feel that people do need to be educated about how the medium is working and to, to understand as well the mechanics of it all. Because, I, I, like you said, there's not really enough information that's given out, not, not just by the spokes, you know, the chairperson, but also the medium as well. I feel it's like a, it's it's more than a two a two-way street.
1: I started the beginning of this podcast talking about Gordon Higginson and the work he did and some of the comments he made 30 years ago, you know, are no more prevalent than they are today about, you know, mediums having a better connection with spirit and and the audiences and the congregation being spiritualized and understanding spiritualism and spirituality. There's a lot of spirits in there, but uh, Gordon Higginson was very much saying that from those years ago and we're still falling f- falling short of that, aren't we?
0: Yeah, and for those that don't know, Gordon Higginson was the, the greatest pioneer of spiritualism and, and the first chairperson of, uh, of the Spiritual National Union. But he was so forward thinking. And, um, you know, I, I, I remember reading that book uh, a few years back and, you know, I was actually talking to um, another tutor and um, and you know, I was quite high up on on the ladder, and I actually said, "Well, I'm sh- I, I didn't have the privilege of knowing Gordon Higginson, but I'm sure that if he was alive today, he would want he would." he would be in favor of advancement and new ways of working and he was so forward thinking for his time and i actually got knocked down for that actually publicly on facebook for making for making a comment just saying i'm sure if gordon was here he would want us to work in new ways we can't be stuck in the past time is changing society is changing and there needs to be changes we can't just have you know haphazard shoddy mediumship we have to not only bring spirit through we have to actually allow your not only your recipient but if you're in a if if you're in a, a church your audience also have to feel the power of spirit because you have to actually have that powerful emotion There's no point for me of a message without an emotion. I remember many years ago, I was at uh, the Arthur Finlay College and an American friend there said to me, "Well, which group shall I go into? And I said, let's go into platform. And there was one, two mediums up there. One was like the information was like a machine gun, blah, 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 blah. It was amazing. And then there was another one who didn't give so much information, but you could feel, really feel the presence of spirit because you could feel the emotion and you could see how that message touched that recipient's heart. And that's what true mediumship is about. It's not always about all this bullet point information. You have to be able to to touch the soul of another person through your work. And if that's not being done, then our work's not being done. It's gotta be what I call is mediumship from the heart. It's got to be from the heart. It's too mechanical you have to be able to touch somebody with your work and if you can't do that because for me mediumship is about healing and if you can't bring healing to someone then then do something else
1: i keep using the example of linda rausch when she said we should all be experienced in spirit and i'm a firm believer of that i think we should experience spirit in terms of giving the messages and connections but also getting other people in the congregation to feel that true connection with yourself with spirit And with the person that you're reading for is so important. And, you know, having that connection for me and and being able to feel spirit is the whole reason people should come to the congregation, not just for messages, but also to be sat there and see and feel and touch and hear the amazing things that we do. And it's all based around connection with spirit.
0: Absolutely. And I thought everybody needs to experience it because it's not just our experience as a medium. But just from another point of view, Julian, I would also say it's the experience for the spirit communicator as well. Another thing to ask is, did we actually serve spirit in the right way? Did, were spirit happy with the way that we delivered the message? Because there's nothing, you know, for me, nothing worse than maybe delivering something that wasn't quite right you know, it has to be delivered in, in the right way as well. So we're not only satisfying, you know, I, I do feel as well, a lot of the churches and a lot of things like that um, is, is very much a show, very much showmanship. And that's sometimes why I, sh- I shy away a little bit from, from doing like the demonstrations and things. I mean, it's fun, absolutely fantastic. I'm not knocking it, but I do feel sometimes it is a bit of a show and we forget, like you say, the essence of spirit. And it's about not satisfying your the person receiving the message, but actually that spirit. Because when being a medium, what a lot of people don't realise is that um, we are the ambassadors for that spirit. And if we haven't, we might be their last chance to be that voice for them to be heard on the earth plane. They no longer have a voice. And we are the medium or the channel for that voice. And for me, we have to treat that with the greatest respect and be able, if you're doing it on platform, you may only get a window of seven minutes. You have to be able to relay that message properly. Otherwise, we're doing a disservice to the spirit. So be that voice, be that true channel. Don't worry about what the audience think and what the, you know, maybe, okay, you want to get it right with the recipient. But always satisfying the spirit world. Because that is where our service should, uh, our true service should lie with, in my opinion.
1: I like it when you talk about soapboxes, because I get on mine all the time at the moment, especially, you know, when I see and feel and hear and, and witness some of the, some of the demonstrations and, and, and church service work that goes on. And one thing that really goals me is when a medium gets up and says that when she has a connection with spirit, if you can take the message, all she wants to hear or he wants to hear is yes or no. How does that work? I thought this was a communication. I thought this was, you know, a belonging between the spirit that you've got with you, the father, the mother, the son, the brother, whoever it is, and the person in front of you. And I always think of it another way. If the father has come through and wants to speak to his son, is he going to be comfortable with his son only being able to say yes or no to him? Surely this is an opportunity for his son to tell his father how he feels and his father to tell him how he feels and really open up this wonderful experience that, you know, is so loving, is so touching, is so beautiful. How can we achieve that when we just say to these people, you can only tell me yes or no? It's one of my biggest bugbears and surely, surely God, please make it stop.
0: Any emotion, there's no communication really. It's like fat, 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 fat. And all we're doing with that is satisfying the medium's ego. And this job is not about the medium's ego. It's about delivering the message, satisfying the spirit world, and bringing joy to your recipient. And that's what it should be about. It's not about, oh, how great we were. Because it's not about how great we were. It's about how great the spirit world were. You know, nothing to do with us. It's like when I do my teaching. It's not me that does the teaching, because everyone knows that, you know, Bev Mann could be very dippy, the real dippy, dippy, you know, all my friends know me. But when I'm teaching, I'm channeling, like the same as when I'm doing a reading or, or working on the platform, you're channeling. I don't think that we should be taking all this great ego adulation and all that kind of stuff, you know, because it's about spirit it's it's as good as your connection on that day
1: what do you say to those people who who get really nervous before they they get on the rostrum or they do a demonstration you know some people are really calm and collected on it and, and others you know you can see they have those nervous pangs and there's people who sort of sit in between where do you sit with all of that
0: i've got to say something to you julian and the people that know me will agree with me I'm not 100% comfortable when I stand up and I'm going to be, I'm not one of these people that says everything's wonderful and those who follow me on Facebook will know I'm not one of those, i speak things as they are. And yep. I get nervous myself and there's nothing for me, I don't think there's anything wrong with being nervous. I'm a bag of nerves before I get up on platform. But they do say, and I know that Gordon Higginson used to say that he used to get very nervous as well, and in the early days would make himself physically sick. And a lot of the top mediums did. And I think it's okay to have nerves. I you know, I I, I wish I was more comfortable in my skin when I'm up there. Like like you say, I you know, i once I'm in my flow, I'm okay, but it is very nerve wracking people don't understand you've got to get up there and not only have you got a you've got no script and you've got to prove to these people that their loved ones are still around them and they still watch what they do and they're still with them it's a very tall order to face and it makes me absolutely so nervous
1: you know we talk about rostrum work and and being nervous etc etc but you know sometimes even you know i'll be in the car i did a reading the other night in in church where i knew i was going to a lady called claire with a neck problem you know as i was driving to the church so you know some of these things unfold in front of us beforehand but in the main it's about creating that space and allowing spirit to flow and and being confident and surrendering yourself to spirit in a way that allows you to deliver their message as pure as you can really
0: that's really interesting you say that because we're taught, you know, um, you know, especially at the college um, or SNU training, that you shouldn't have a link before you get up. the reason being for that is that you have a danger of when you stand up you're working in the past and the energy of the spirit isn't with you they were with you maybe 10 minutes earlier or in your case an hour earlier but sometimes it does happen and i don't think anyone can actually say you can't work this way you can't work that way because everyone's mediumship is unique and everyone will get it differently and i think the spirit will work with you in a certain way i know sometimes before I get up to work I might get one or two links beforehand and maybe that is because just talking with you about this Julian that they know that I'm nervous and um you know they've come forward first to say look we're going to be with you later on today and and this is who we are who's to say that that doesn't happen that you can't get a link before i know lots of people that work like that and those that say they don't work like that i've seen them stand up and not even get in their power and go straight into a link so i might get into trouble for saying this but um it does happen and you know what you've got to embrace whatever way spirit comes to you just honor what you get and give what you get whichever way if it's come to you before or or, or during you know Because spirit will join you once you start bringing the essence
1: of spirit. They will come in. I love the way you talk. Again, I'm using that word so passionately about teaching and about spirituality and and, and mediumship. I think, you know, it is beautiful the way in which you talk so eloquently about your ideas, your structures and your beliefs. Because, you know, okay, the SNU and, and, and organizations like that have some formalization of of structure and, and words in terms of the way we should live our lives but you know a lot of this mediumship and what we're practicing is is about fumbling around in the dark and you know there has been some forefronts and forefathers who have who have helped and guide us but you know we have to keep finding this we have to keep moving it forward and it's imperative that we you know we keep being innovative and you know innovation not preservation and and certainly purpose and not about power and and those are the key things the fundamental things that are all about love and honesty and trust and everything that it goes along with that
0: exactly because how can anyone say this is right or that's right nobody knows until we get over to the spirit world what's right and what's wrong um and I don't think anyone should be so forceful on their students to say that and I always say to any any student that comes to me, I always say, listen, this is my understanding, this is my teachings, you take on board what resonates with you and the rest you can discard. And that's the beauty of going to many different uh, teachers and getting lots of different opinions and, you know, we live in a free society, take on board what resonates with you, you know, And, and, and that's what's important because no one should shove their opinions down your throat
1: we talk about rostrums we talk about churches but you know we're seeing dwindling numbers and all the churches that we go to every time the congregation seems to be getting less how do we how do we how do we solve that problem how do we bring people back to the to, to the if you like the religious side of the spirituality how do we do that
0: i agree with you just going back to the point of the churches and i'm going to be a little bit controversial here but that's me hey ho uh The reason why the churches are losing people and losing good mediums is because it's not all love and light. There's a lot of backstabbing that goes on and a lot of, um, I was recently personally attacked by someone um, in a church. um, And uh, it was during the period my mum, actually I was with my mum having chemotherapy and it really wasn't very nice. And unfortunately it's not all love and light out there and that's the message I want to give across because... Spiritual people can be the most unspiritual, and I'm very sorry to say it, but that is one of the reasons why the numbers are dwindling because they're so, and there's so many bylaws and schmilors and everything else. Just get on with the job and serve spirit. Allow people to do their job without all the politics and everything else, and the backstabbing and the bitchiness. Just let them get on with it. Don't change your face to fit anybody. You do your mediumship what suits you, and be yourself and be true to yourself. And that's what I say to people you know, just be, be be true to you, and, and your mediumship spirit will recognise your gifts, and they will work with you in the way, it's a relationship between you, your guys, and, and, and spirit, and they will work with you how you ask them to work with you, not how other people tell you to work with them, you know, just, just do your own thing what would you
1: say are the sort of found, founding principles of getting somebody on the right track to you know being able to connect with spirit with the essence of spirit that you've that you've spoke about
0: well the reason why i'm passionate about teaching is and a lot of people ask me how i got started And one of the reasons was, was I was invited to a circle and I had no idea what to expect or what was going to happen. And we sat in a group and we were told to meditate. We had a guided meditation, which was really beautiful, but i never meditated before. Didn't know what I was doing. And the circle leaders went around everybody and everyone was saying, oh yes. And I went to the fountain. It was lovely. And she got to me and she said to me, well, what did you get? And I said, Nothing. She said, what do you mean you've got nothing? You must have got something. I said, no. She said, you must have, what experience did you have? And I said, well, okay. When I walked in the room, um, sitting in that chair over there was a gentleman. I described what he looked like, what he was wearing and how I felt his personality was. And she said, oh my God, that's my late husband. And anyway the next week I went along we were doing psychometry which is where you hold jewelry feel the energy and I held a, I picked a ring out of the hat that was had, passed around and I was holding this ring and she uh, said well what did you get and I gave this speech and she said oh my god you've just given the eulogy they gave at my husband's funeral so all this was like oh my god like it's kind of like scary as to where all this is coming from so my point was was that i wasn't taught i felt that i wasn't taught properly i was there's a lot of circles about so my advice to anyone is make sure you get proper grounding proper training i usually don't take anybody into mediumship till they understand about the psychic faculty understand the difference between what's psychic what's mediumship what's your what's 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 in the medium's mind and what's coming from the spirit world. You need to be able to understand these things. You need to be able to understand your link with spirit, like you said earlier, your link with your guides. You need to have a solid grounding. You can't just chuck people into mediumship. It doesn't, for me, it doesn't work that way. Lots of people, their first experience, they will have that amazing wow experience that they never forget, like I just told you about what happened with me. Um, but you need to nurture and guide your students. So find a tutor that you can feel happy and comfortable with. That You don't feel intimidated by because there are a lot of people that, you know, some. Unfortunately, there are some people that are a little bit egotistical that might go on about themselves and their experiences. You have to listen as well as give.
1: I, you're right. And and getting that balance isn't it sometimes you know and it's about finding when you're when you're being taught and you, you're being shown things it's how then you you take that and sort of put it into yourself for you then to be able to mold and adapt it into you know the, the Bev Manway or the Julian Jenkins way or 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 the Teresa Bird way which she was, she's listening from Australia so um you know it's it's it really is it really is that sort of it's special and unique isn't it but I think yeah. the foundation of what you're talking about is 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 what the importance is and, and starting it from the right point. One of the things I'm talking about a lot at the moment is is that spirituality, spiritualism, psychic, medium, whatever it is, it needs to be about purpose and not about power. And yeah, when we that, get that, that essence
0: sorry, that's, that's what, what I, was, I was going to say about the power as well, is um also with the with the uh teacher as well. Don't be upset when your students move on. It's really important. Sometimes you can only take someone to a certain place. If they feel that they're going to come back to you, maybe they will come back to you in in the future. But I always say to my students, you know, sometimes they feel that they need to go on or they need to move on and go to a a college or learn from someone else because you, you learn nobody knows it all and there's no teacher that knows it all. Nobody knows it all. If the teacher says to you, "Don't go anywhere else. Um, I know it all. You don't need to go anywhere else." Which is what happened to me once in a circle. Walk away, because you can learn so much from so many different people. Everyone in life is your teacher.
1: And, and it's great because all the it all blends, doesn't it? You know, I'm again, I'm I'm reading this book, Gordon Higginson's book. There's stuff in there that I absolutely will eulogise about, and there's other stuff I just think. You know, I, I don't know whether that's for me, but, you know, that's the beauty of spiritualism and spirituality is that, you know, we can we can do that. There isn't the rigidness of 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 religion, et cetera, et cetera, where, you know, we can look at these things and take and take the best things out of it. We're going to go to some questions in a minute, guys. So if you want to pop some questions uh, in the comments section. Um, please feel free to do so one question I would like and I always ask it about this time of night and it's great to get different views and you know we've had we've had quite a few mediums on from the UK um, and and from abroad if there was one tip or trick or one thing that you would pass on to somebody else how they could you know develop themselves and where they should start from what would that be what would be your biggest tip to getting yourself underway with in, in terms of mediumship
0: I would say find a good tutor, someone that you can relate to, someone who will nurture and support you, um, who's willing to, if you want to do platform, willing to take you out. Um, and 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 someone who will, it's not just about learning mediumship. What I've learned is since I've been on this pathway, my whole world has changed, my whole life has changed. Um, and once we start to open up and develop, um we might find that our friendships change when we become more empathic we become more psychic we become extremely sensitive um you know we become oh i've been accused so many times of being extra sensitive you're being oversensitive, but yes i am and so your friendships change and Um, You know, sometimes you don't like noisy rooms or concerts or you don't like people being too close to you like at airports and queues. So this kind of thing, you need to be able to um, support your student through all these changes that are happening to you personally besides the mediumship it's not just mediumship 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 it's about supporting that spiritual journey you know if they've got a problem they can call you and and uh, or openly discuss it in that closed circle because my circles are full of love and support we all help each other and we're all learning and that's why it's called a circle because no one's higher or lower so go to a circle where everyone is the same
1: I think it's all about, I think you're right. It's all about development as well. It's about developing that person. Um, You know, I think my opinion is that you need to be connected with yourself. You need to understand yourself and be connected with yourself for you to be able to have strong, true connections with spirit. You know, it's, if we're, if we're looking to put the last piece of the jigsaw in place, but we haven't put any other pieces in place, then it's not going to be a complete jigsaw. So, so for me, it is about Connecting with yourself, connecting with your soul, self, your heart center, understanding yourself and, and everything that goes with that and then being able to go and connect. And that's why, you know, my mantras at the moment are be love. So love yourself, love everything about try and look after yourself, give love, be more empathetic and everything that goes with that and then provide evidence of everlasting love. You know that they're the areas for me where we're at the moment. So, you know, it is. It is interesting, and I think that those things are, are, are good in itself. So, um, Matthew Bins has said, "Where is your circle, Bev? Is it an open circle? Can people join? Can you give out that information?" Or, um,
0: yeah, I'm well. I'm based in I'm based in London, NW7. So, I, I run closed circles. Um, I always like to meet people, and that's another thing. When people join the circle, I always say it's a trial because everybody has to like everybody else, they have to feel comfortable, because like I said, so many personal things come out in this self-development, because it's not just about giving messages, That everyone has to feel comfortable. Another thing I learnt, you know, observing, I used to go to a circle, we do meditation, there'd be a lady who'd be jangling her bracelet and putting her coat down while on the table while other people were trying to meditate. So, you know, we have to make sure that the energies. is blend. Um, I also do lots of, I found that Spirit have taken me, I've, I've done a lot of workshops from home, and I've worked um, abroad in Spain, I've also taught classes in the USA, but um, I'm, I'm doing a lot of mentoring now, I'm doing a lot of small groups uh, at my home, and also I'm going to be trying to do them on Skype as well, there's a lot of people who can't get to circles, like in Spain, or perhaps in Iceland, you know, they haven't got or another, uh, someone I know in Israel, they don't have the benefit that we have in the UK, where there's lots of circles that they can join, because we are quite sport here in the UK, Um, so it would be nice to, I'm I'm a real technophobe, but I really promise to try and do something online where I can help other people, Um, but I can be contacted through Facebook or through my website, and I'm happy to help where i can i'm always giving people advice anyway
1: and i think the question we always get every week is you know how do you maintain that spiritual power and connection for longer
0: um i because i go very much by mediumship from the heart matthew i try and always work on my heart center now everyone does it their own way But what I try and do is, I always believe when we're working mediumistically, we're working from the heart chakra upwards. So my, for me, I visualize my heart space opening so much and so wide to the spirit world. It's like, I'm here, you know, just use me as your vessel. Uh, The famous words, I surrender to you. Please use me to be a true and clear channel for, for the spirit world. I then focus on my throat chakra. And the throat chakra not only does the speaking, it also does the hearing and the smell. The, the, you know, anyone who's got kids, you know, ears, nose, throat, all that kind of thing, it's all connected. I'm asking spirit that I can not only speak the truth for them, but hear them. And sense them, and perhaps use my sense of smell. I then go to my third eye and imagine my third eye opening like a beautiful eye, and then open up my crown. I raise my vibration. I pray to God. I ask my spirits, guys, to come close to me, and I, and again, I'll just go back to that heart chakra and just be love, be love, be true, and be be as asked to be that clear channel and that's all i can say that i that i do and to keep in that power get your recipient to as 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 julian was saying to interact with you get them to give you their voice because their voice is also you know um like um we were talking about this before i believe it's like there's magnetic rods like electricity you can't see electricity it's like a media might know where they're going in a room so use the that power of the voice to empower you make them give you more than a yes or a no obviously you don't want to feed them information but make it into a conversation and use the power of their voice to bring your spirit communicator even closer i've kept in my power in a private reading or, you know they say you shouldn't do a private meeting for more than 45 minutes i've been with a link for more than 45 minutes because if you've got a good connection and you've got a lovely communicator they're gonna blah 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 and calling all their relatives because like we're sitting down here having that conversation i believe that spirit world are having a cup of tea up there and you can bring in more than one communicator yeah. for that person you could bring you know maybe three or four in or even more if you keep that role keeping that power Another thing that can bring you out your power, I found, and I found this in my circle as well, when um, the recipient can, um, can ask, start asking you questions, be mindful of that as well. Try and keep with your communicator, not trying to satisfy your recipient. Try and keep with them, because like I said earlier, you're serving them.
1: As always, That's the Spirit is a spiritual show that gets to the and the heart of the topics that surround us at the moment bev was truly open about everything that she discussed i love the way her passion truly flows through everything that she does and says and she's not there to mince her words she truly believes and has faith in everything that she does and everything around her god bless her please let's keep shining a light and until next week thank you for listening to that's the spirit be love and give love.